0: This is Bigger Pockets Daily: Real Estate Investing Education for your Earballs. The following article was first published on Biggerpockets.com/blog. We'll link to it in the show description, but you can see the photos, comments and related articles. OK, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. How You Can Start Buying Real Estate Using Your 401k or IRA by Daniel Gleick. Did you know you can buy real estate using your IRA or 401k? Most real estate entrepreneurs are unaware of how easy this is to buy real estate with their retirement money. Welcome to the world of real estate IRAs. Let's check this out. Mm -hmm. First of all, what's a real estate IRA anyway? All right, a real estate IRA is a supercharged IRA that enables you to invest your retirement money directly into real estate, such as multifamily, commercial, land, fix and flips, tax liens, and more. It has the same tax benefits as a regular IRA and can be set up as a traditional Roth or SEP real estate IRA. A real estate IRA is also known as a self-directed IRA. Probably heard of those. All right, number two, How does this work anyway? So opening a real estate IRA can be done in just three simple steps. Open, fund, and invest. Let's take a look at step one, the opening of this. You select a self-directed IRA custodian and open your account by completing their online application, that's it. And then you just fund it. To fund your account, you transfer or you roll over all, or just a portion of, probably recommend a portion, (laughs) of an existing IRA, 401k, or other retirement accounts, or by making an initial contribution. And then, invest. That's step three in the process. You instruct your self-directed IRA custodian to send your retirement funds to your real estate investment. The process from start to finish is typically one to three weeks. You might want to consider upgrading to a checkbook IRA, which will enable you to manage your IRA without the need to contact your self-directed IRA custodian for everyday transactions thus saving you time and money. And let's take a look at real estate IRA do's and don'ts, shall we? So what can and can't you do with real estate in your IRA? Since your IRA is intended to provide benefit for you in retirement, not today, there are a few rules in place that ensure all benefits is, are preserved for the future when you retire. Rule number one, You and your immediate family members, like your spouse, parents, grandparents, children, grandchildren, and their spouses, as well as the entities they own, collectively known as disqualified people, cannot benefit from your IRA today. Here's the most popular question. Can I live or vacation in a property owned by my IRA? Unfortunately, you cannot until you retire and withdraw the property from your IRA. A lot of people, therefore, buy a property now, rent it out, and then at retirement, withdraw the property, and then just live in it. Rule number two, the same group of disqualified people cannot transact with your IRA. The second most popular question we get is this. Can my IRA purchase a property that I currently own? No, it cannot. This is because if a disqualified person transacts with your IRA, it's considered self-dealing and not allowed. All transactions with your IRA must be at arm's length with a non-related third party. Another popular question, who can and who can't perform work on the property? All right, so the answer is that all work done on the property must be done by unrelated third parties. Very interesting stuff. And the last question for now is, how about if I do the work, but I don't get paid for it? Mm Hmm? Okay, so that would be considered sweat equity which would be a non-cash contribution to your IRA and unfortunately, not allowed. You can, however, perform (laughs) desk work such as hiring contractors and subs, paying the bills, collecting the rent, overseeing the property and all that stuff. Okay, rule number three. I know number two was long, but number three is short. All income and expenses must flow directly into and out of your IRA always remember that you and your IRA are separate entities. All right, so now let's take a look at non-recourse financing for your IRA. There's always more real estate to buy than there is cash on hand. Oh, ain't that the truth? That's why most savvy real estate investors use leverage to grow their portfolios. And when using leverage in an IRA, there are a few things you need to know. Firstly, you cannot borrow money from disqualified people the immediate family members that we listed before, but you can only borrow from unrelated third parties. And secondly, you can't personally guarantee the loan. It's gotta be a non-recourse loan. Thirdly, when an IRA borrows money, the net income attributable to the loan is known as UDFI or unrelated debt financed income and is subject to a tax. (laughs) Nobody likes to pay taxes, especially in an IRA. But when you do the math, It's almost always worthwhile because at the end of the day, you are left with more money than if you did not take out the loan. Your self-directed IRA custodian can walk you through the math if you'd like. Let's take a look at upgrading to a checkbook IRA. You might consider upgrading your self-directed IRA to a self-directed IRA with checkbook control. This is going to enable you to manage your IRA without the need to contact your self-directed custodian for everyday transactions. This will save you time and money. Checkbook control is very appropriate for investments like real estate that have a ton of transactions, or if you're holding many investments in your IRA. Upgrading to checkbook control only adds one extra step to the process. So how does this thing work? It's typically a simple four-step process, open, fund, create, and invest. Step one, open. Open your account like we talked about before, then fund it like we talked about. Step three is the only extra step. Create. Your self-directed IRA custodian establishes a new LLC or trust for your IRA, which will serve as your IRA's self-directed investing platform, if you will. You are appointed as its manager or trustee, authorized to make all financial investment decisions. At your direction, your self-directed IRA, makes sense, doesn't it? Custodian will fund your IRA, LLC, or trust at the bank of your choosing. And step four, invest. Start placing investments by simply writing a check or sending a wire. The process from start to finish is like, you know, typically two to three weeks. Let's take a look at Airbnb and Vrbo in your IRA. Can my IRA invest in Airbnb or Verbo? Absolutely, it can, but here's why it's even a question. As a relatively new asset class, it's not referenced in the Internal Revenue Code. It falls somewhere between a typical rental and a hotel. A typical rental property is considered a passive investment and is non-taxable. A hotel, on the other hand, is considered an active investment and, if held in an IRA, would trigger a tax known as UBIT, U-B-I-T, Unrelated Business Income Tax. So, The question is this, what's Airbnb or or Verbo considered? And is it subject to UBIT? So the IRS has not issued clear guidance on this. Thanks, guys. So what do you do? Here's the general guidance we've received. So long as you don't provide daily maid service, breakfast, or other personal services that a hotel offers, it's likely not considered active and UBIT would not be applicable. If Airbnb and Verbo is part of your strategy, please, I implore you, consult your tax advisor on this. Fix and flips in your IRA is our next topic. All right, when buying a property in an IRA to fix and flip, there are two main considerations you need to be aware of. One, unrelated business income tax like we talked about before, UBIT, and two, who can and who can't perform the actual renovations. When you purchase a property in an IRA and rent it out, it's considered a passive investment and the income is not taxable. When you fix and flip properties in an IRA, it may be considered an active investment and may be subject to UBIT, unrelated business income tax. The IRS has not issued clear guidance on this. So what do you do? Here's the general guidance we've received. If you flip multiple properties, like two or more within a short period of time, less than 12 months, you're likely subject to that tax. But less than that, or over a longer time frame, you're likely not. If fixing and flipping is part of your strategy, tax advisor time, give them a call. The second consideration is, who can and who can't perform the work on the property? The answer is that all work done on the property must be done by unrelated third parties. What if I work and don't get paid? Okay, sweat equity, like we talked about earlier, which would be a non-cash contribution to your IRA and unfortunately is not allowed. Land in your IRA. Land is a very popular self-directed IRA investment choice. IRA investors typically buy and hold land because historically it does appreciate over time, which is ideal for an IRA's long-term investment horizon. The main thing you need to know about buying land in your IRA is that all expenses such as the real estate taxes must be paid by your IRA and not by you personally. And additionally, you cannot pay the expenses personally and then get reimbursed from your IRA. Your IRA must pay them directly or through a third party like a management company. Let's take a look at tax liens in your IRA. We're almost done, just one more point. Well, two more, including this one. Bidding on tax liens is a time-sensitive investment that requires you to have funds immediately available when you bid. This is where the power of a self-directed IRA with checkbook control comes into play. Whether in person or online, you always have instant access to your IRA funds, enabling you to purchase the tax liens without having to go through it your IRA custodian. And the last point, how do I choose the right self-directed custodian? There are three factors to consider when selecting a self-directed IRA custodian. Customer service, reviews, and fees. So you want to choose a trusted company, of course, that has a knowledgeable and friendly staff based in the U.S. who answers the phone without making you wait. They should have thousands of five-star reviews across multiple online platforms like Google, Yelp, the BBB, and Facebook. Self-directed IRA custodians structure their fees as either flat rate, or asset-based. Flat rate is when the fee is fixed, regardless of the value of your account. Asset-based is when the fees are based on the value of your account. The larger your account, the larger the fees. You wanna choose a trust company that offers a flat fee structure so that you pay less in fees, ultimately. That's a wrap for today. Did we inspire you to review a property opportunity? Streamline your analysis of whether it's a diamond or a dud with our investment calculators. In just minutes, these powerful tools will help you make smarter property decisions and avoid potential potholes, which can totally ruin your car. Get started right now at biggerpockets.com slash calc. That's biggerpockets.com C-A-L-C. See you back here in 24 hours or less.